Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. The Draymond Green Show is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get payouts in as fast as two hours. There's so many bet types. My favorite same-game parlay bets. There's live betting, player props, futures. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. To get started now, sign up. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook makes it easy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Draymond Green Show. We're recording this Friday morning, which is obviously the morning after game five, as you can see by this hat. First off, I'm going to wear this hat for a couple seconds just because, like, I should, right? But this hat is terrible. Um, It looks like, honestly, it reminds me of the old NBA Jam logo. And I'm not sure if that's what's happening here. And if that is the case, if that is the inspiration behind it, then all right, cool. I'm cool with that. But if the inspiration behind this is not the old NBA Jam or, like, actually... I'm not even sure it's NBA Jams more so than the... Y'all remember the the finals on NBC logo? Like, I don't know. It's giving me some nostalgia-type vibes. And so I'm just going off the top of the head with that. So, you know, that's that. And we're going to talk all about that. But I'm not really a big hat guy, so I'm going to take that off now. But, as I said, morning after game five, Dubs headed to the finals. We will find out tonight whether Boston is headed to the finals with us or if Miami's going to extend it a seventh game. I know you may have saw on TNT last night where I said um, we're going to play Boston. I truly in my heart believe that. I think I think with with all the injuries that Miami has, they don't, you know, guys are in our lineup. If Tyler Hero isn't back, which groins are very unpredictable, just like hamstrings, I, I'm just not sure they have enough. Like, how? where do you get scoring from? And so when I said that, obviously, I know everybody's looking like, oh, he's disrespecting the Miami Heat. No, I'm not. I'm just giving y'all my honest opinion. 
Miami's just, you know, Kyle Lowry's grabbing his hamstring still. Jimmy's knees messed up. Like, they're, they're just, they're really, really, really beat up. You know, you know now P.J. Tucker's hurt. P.J. Tucker's never hurt. You know, he's banged up now. And so that's just my thing with Miami and why I think Boston is ultimately going to take this game tonight and that you will have your finals matchup set with the Golden State Warriors versus the Boston Celtics. But before we really talk more about that, Dubs beat the Mavericks last night, 120 to 110, headed back to our sixth finals appearance in eight years, with my, along with myself, Clay, Steph, Loon, Andre, Coach Kerr, Bob Myers, Joe Lacob. I'm I'm naming guys that's been here through all of it, you know, and um, I must say this one, it feels totally different. Although it hasn't truly set in yet, it just, I feel more gratitude, more appreciation for this moment. You know, I think when when going through it before, you're just kind of looking at it like, all right, we, we're in the finals now and now it's time to do that. You know, now after missing the playoffs for two straight years, and understanding that this isn't guaranteed and understanding how hard it is truly to accomplish, I, I feel more gratitude and more appreciation for the moment. And it doesn't make it better than others because, like I said last night, you just you appreciate the journey for each one of these things. You know, you appreciate... Um, the day-to-day, how, just how tough you know it is, more so than getting the actual trophy and lifting the trophy up. Like, the, lifting the trophy up is cool, but it's the process that you appreciate the most. And that's kind of where I'm at with this. And like I said, although it hasn't truly set in yet, um, to do that with this group of guys, this is a totally different team. Yes, we have the guys I named, um, but it's a totally different group of guys. I mean, you look at the guys who contributed last night. Kevon Looney contributed last night in a major way. Kevon Looney contributed before, but not at this level. I mean, the way Loon is playing right now, absolutely amazing. Andrew Wiggins, new. Uh, on these runs. Moses Moody, new on these runs. Nemanja Bielitsa, new on these runs. You know, and, and, and you continue to go down the list. There's, you know, Otto Porter was out, new on this run. Gary Payton was out, new on this run. Jonathan Kaminga, new on this run. Juan, new on this run. And the list goes on and on and on. Jordan Poole, new on this run. And so this is a totally different team. And to get this team back there is special because it's also the first time we're truly doing this from a position of leadership. Like, was I a leader before? Yes. Was Steph a leader before? Yes. Was Clay a leader before? Yes. But we weren't the OGs. We weren't the vets. We had our vets, Andre. Sean, David West, Zaza, Barbosa. We had David Lee, Bogut. We had our vets along the way, and we were the young guys. 
And so to now do this again as the vets, showing the young guys how it's done, that's, that's what feels so special. Because, we, like I said, we had our stint as the young guys, and now it's our stint as the guys who's really showing everybody the way. Everybody said we were done. It was over. Time to break it up. Trade this guy. Trade that guy. I, I, I absolutely love Colin. Um, but I got to talk about Colin Cowherd for a second. Colin Cowherd said if Steph Curry ever wanted to play in the NBA Finals again, that he had to leave Golden State. No disrespect to Colin. Because that was the message from everybody in the sports world. Everyone thought that. Everyone said that. And so the appreciation is just different. We won 15 games two years ago. I felt that. I went through that. You know, we lost in a play-in game last year. I, I felt that. I went through that. And so we're playing tournament. So this one just feels a little different. How did we do it? Um, Andrew Wiggins was absolutely incredible guarding Luka Doncic. Everyone who switched on to Luka did all we can to make it tough. Now, in saying that, what did Luka average on the series? 32, 33 points? Possibly more? You're never going to completely shut a guy like that down. But if you can make it tough on him, if you can take some of the things that he normally gets to away, you have to live with those results. And I think we did a, a very good job of that. Uh, and I guess they just miss shots that they normally make, as Jason Kidd said. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not the way Jason Kidd put it, I'm not sure our defense had much to do with it. Um, I thought one thing was interesting that Jason Kidd said when he said the biggest, the biggest compliment that we could receive is that they can't guard us one-on-one. -on -one. I thought the biggest compliment that we received is with our zone, which they struggle with all series except for game four. I thought the biggest compliment for our zone is that their one adjustment they came up with only worked for one game. That's what I thought of our whole thing. I also want to touch on something else. Something that bothered me. As someone who's been fined over a million dollars in the NBA, as I told y'all, I, I, I wear my badge of honor. I've earned that. Um, as someone who's been fined and had several dealings and run-ins, if you will, with the league office, I think it is absolutely baffling that, and I love the young fella, Theo Pinson. Theo Pinson, who, by the way, told me he's starting a podcast this summer, which I'm extremely excited to check it out. Um, so when Theo starts his podcast, y'all make sure y'all go check it out. Theo Pinson is a very funny guy. And I love what Theo Pinson actually brings to teams. What he's been bringing to teams in the NBA is the exact reason he's on the roster. And it's beautiful to see. Like, there is a role for everyone. The same role that he played with Brooklyn, he is playing with the Dallas Mavericks, which further leads me to what I'm going to say. As someone who's had several runs with him, it is baffling to me that Theo Pinson can try to match his shirt with us and stand up. One game caused a turnover, 
because he's in the same color as us and standing right on the sideline. And the only thing that the NBA can do is fine. Mark Cuban don't care about a fine. Like, at that point, it's a joke. And so the fact that an official can't call a tech during the game for their bench being in the way and they can only get fined is a joke because it's actually a competitive advantage. And so I thought that was baffling that at no point throughout these playoffs that they would get a technical foul for that because that's the only thing that will stop it. Like, the fine isn't going to stop it. Hell, Mark Cuban joined them (laughs) in standing on the baseline. Like, the fine was funny at, at a certain point with them. And so the fact that the only thing that would have stopped them was a technical foul never happened and they were allowed to continue that competitive advantage, I think is absolutely insane. And I was very shocked by that uh, with the league. And to also, you know, I think they played, we played two or three more games in this series since the last time they got fined. And so pretty much what he said is, okay, keep fining us. And they didn't get, keep getting fined. I thought that was absolutely insane. Like, insane. And again, the reason being, Steph threw the ball to Theo Pinson. He had on a white shirt. We then saw an official ask him, hey, can you change your shirt? <laughs> Last game, I'm sure he thought we was wearing a, a, a different color and he wore it and we was, we was in a totally different jersey. And then last night he comes out in all black and a black jacket, a black <laughs> North Carolina letterman coat. Man, it's so hot in that gym. <laughs> My man Theo just trying to match us <laughs> in any way that he can. I thought that was insane. And that's something that I, I wanted to acknowledge in this series because it, it was just baffling to me. I've been reading a lot of stuff, hearing a lot of stuff. I'm not reading necessarily because I don't really read much um, basketball articles. Um, but I've been hearing all the talk. Like, you can't help but hear, like, oh, the Warriors dynasty and that trio and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you, going to these NBA finals and possibly winning a championship, I think it only helps. But the dynasty was intact before this. Like, this, this doesn't, like, stamp the dynasty. Like, the dynasty been stamped. And it's just continuing to get better and better and, and continuing to take it up and up. But by no means does this stamp dynasty. By no means does this stamp Steph Curry or Klay Thompson or myself or whoever. Like, we've been doing this. And yes, it's great to be back in this position, but this, I know people be needing stuff to talk about, but this doesn't, like, decide or, you know, like, get all of a sudden now, like, oh, yeah, this is a dynasty. No, stop it. Been a dynasty. And so, I also wanted to acknowledge that. Now, I can sit here and I can talk to you all about our game and going to the finals all day because I think it's incredible. But it's great, and I'm happy to be there. We still got four more wins because the worst thing is getting to the NBA finals and losing because you have the same shortened summer that the winner has. So it's great. I'm happy to be there. I appreciate it. But in moving forward, we have four more wins to get versus Celtics, or the Heat, 
Now, let's discuss game five. 93-80 looked like um, the Detroit Pistons in 2005 versus, versus Cleveland Cavaliers or something. That game was way more high scoring. My point being, that was the scores back then. 93 to 80, that just shows you that Boston is just too much because they struggled. They, didn't, they weren't great offensively. They only scored 93 points and they win the game by 13 points. But the Heat couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. I mean, they were living off like Gabe Vincent, tough twos. Uh, Max Strews really struggled to get it going. By the way, I feel bad for guys like Max Strews who has done an incredible job of solidifying himself as an NBA player. May not quite be a starter on a conference final team's and didn't get judged by that. But let's not forget, this guy makes, what, $2 million or something like that a year? Like, and people want to judge him in comparison with the guys who's making 30 and $40 million. Like, that guy, what he done, has done in his career is absolutely incredible. And I think some of the judgment that is being cast on him due to their roster, I think is a bit unfair. And I just wanted to throw that out there because I see the slander about Max Struess. What he give you is bonus. He makes $2 million or something like that. What he giving you is bonus. And people need to understand and appreciate that. And so I wanted to talk about Max Struess a little bit. But like I said, I don't need to go so deep into this game. Miami Heat struggles scoring the basketball, especially without Tyler Hero. And going back to Boston for a game six, I just don't see it. Because you're going to struggle worse on the road. And they struggle bad at home. So I got Boston taking it tonight. I got JT coming out and having a great game. Boston putting it together. And there's your finals matchup. Warriors versus the Celtics. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I cannot sleep after games. Um, so I've been up all morning. Then, of course, Get Up came on. I watched. Patrick Beverly's been on. I, I tweeted some things about Patrick Beverly and how he's now speaking like the new media. And my brother Stephen A. has something to say about that. Let me explain something. Okay, to talk you. I, I appreciate Draymond. Yeah. That's my brother. I love him dearly. He's as real as it gets. I got a lot of love for him. I'm rooting for him. I root for him all the time. Just like I got love for his crazy self. But when you talk about new media... Y'all need to watch yourselves. Who? Because let me tell you something. Ain't nobody usurping this brother. Okay. Not from a basketball standpoint. Not from, I'm talking not from an athletic standpoint. I don't give a damn what player is out there. There's skills that come with doing this too. Yeah, yeah. Let me make this clear. Stephen A has a way and who he is that I think is absolutely special in media. I think is incredible. I think Stephen A is an original. I think Stephen A created a lane that not many people can go into, and you have to tread carefully going into that lane because if you don't succeed in going into that lane, it, do, it, it, it doesn't look good. Stephen A can be Stephen A because that's Stephen A. But then when you try to, like, follow that, it's tough. That's, Stephen A is a tough act to follow. Like, you, it, it's... I, it's hard to explain. I think it's more so a kudos to Stephen A. But he's a tough act to follow. He's tough for someone else to go try to copy on TV. And I think I see a lot of people do that. Stephen A., the new media is here, and the new media is here to stay, my friend. Now, when you say going from a player to then... Number one, I don't do this sometimes, Stephen. That you need to check out the Draymond Green show. It drops twice a week. I don't just do this sometimes, baby. This is real. This is here to stay. This is going nowhere. So this is not a sometime thing. I, I, I put a lot into this, and I, I hope you understand that. And if you don't, that's okay, because you'll just continue to notice me, baby. You'll continue to notice me, Stephen A. But... When I speak of new media, Stephen A., you got some new media in you too now. You're not totally like those, those older guys that, that don't know how to give flowers and show love, Stephen A. That's not you. So when I speak on new media, you got some new media in you too, my friend. Whether you know it or not, you halfway us and halfway over there. <laughs> we accept you, Stephen A. We love you, my brother. And in large part, Duda, you got some, some of that new media, some of us in you. But the days of the old media is over, baby. We here. We coming to take over. That's why y'all got Pat Bev on every night. And like I said in my tweet, for those that didn't see the tweet, um, matter of fact, I'm going to read the tweet for you because on, on ESPN, they showed the first beginning of the tweet but they actually didn't show 
the entire tweet. So I'm going to the tweet, and I'm going to read it for you. Um, number one, because I think it should be heard, uh, and I, it was, I mean, I'm speaking on Pat Bev. I said Pat Bev went on TV and got off to a bad start with the CP stuff. I've watched him a lot since. He's extremely knowledgeable and well-spoken. Also, now speaking like the new media. If you watch his segment this morning, you understand what I'm saying. They don't understand that he's speaking of LeBron. And this is about uh, Windhorse saying, oh, you, LeBron would laugh at you. Compared. No, LeBron wouldn't laugh at you mentioning Steph Curry with him because LeBron James would appreciate Steph Curry's greatness. It doesn't. You don't have to drag like they you don't have to pull LeBron James down and make him out to be less to say you can start to mention Steph in that category because of his accomplishment, because his impact on basketball, because of the things that he's done. That doesn't make LeBron less of who LeBron is, but that's what the old media do because it's all about clickbait. It's not about true analysis and, and really what we getting into and showing love and that guy can be great and this guy can be great. They don't believe in that. It got to be him over him. The new media, we don't really operate like that. Is guys better in certain? Yeah, of course. Like, come on now. Of course, we're going to speak it like we speak it because it is Bible. It is the gospel. We are going to speak it like that. But we're going to show love too. And Patrick Beverly showing love to Steph Curry and saying who he is, that does not mean LeBron James isn't who he, he is. That's just how the old media operates. This is the new media. We don't operate like that. We can give a guy flowers. And that's what Patrick Beverly was doing. And so I said, they don't understand that he's speaking of LeBron to show the magnitude that Steph should be mentioned. Not that he's bigger or better than LeBron. It's simply saying he's one of the GOATs. Because they want to say, oh, this guy's the GOAT. And he is and he can't be. He one of the GOATs. They can only make one greater than the other. They don't like them being ghosts together. We give flowers. The old heads call it soft. You may have seen something from James Worthy the other day. KD commented on it. They call it soft. Yours truly. The new media. I see his growth, and it's good to watch. Now, what do I mean by I see his growth? I thought it was whack that ESPN threw him on every platform to get him to talk about Chris Paul because at a certain point, it went from personal dislike. It went from an analyzing the game to personal things and personal dislike, and it shouldn't be that. And I thought Pat Bev learned from that. And one thing I appreciated that Pat Bev just responded, by the way, I didn't see this. Jackson just showed me right before he sent it to me. And Patrick Beverly said, I know everybody didn't like what I said about CP, but I'm going to stand on that. Again, which is why I tweeted what I tweeted about Patrick Beverly, because I appreciate people standing on what they say. I appreciate him not coming out and saying, oh, man, I apologize. I shouldn't have said that about Chris Paul. Stand on it. And he stood on that. I appreciate it, and I respect that. Stand on whatever you say. We're not apologizing. Stand on what you say. So I appreciate that, and I respect it. What I wouldn't have respected if he came back and said, oh, man, I'm sorry, Chris Paul. No, you said it. Stand on it. I respect that. I just thought he shouldn't have allowed it to go personal because then people made everything that he was saying more about that and less about 
the great analysis that I'm watching up there, how he's breaking stuff down up there. He's been absolutely amazing. And everybody just pegged him with the CP thing as opposed to listening to what he was actually saying. And I think he's doing an amazing job. And when I say he's speaking like the new media now, how he broke down Steph Curry and LeBron James, that's the new media. That's what we do. It don't have to be him greater than him. And so, Stephen A., the new media is here, my brother, and you special. I'm not saying we're going to replace you. Like Pat Bell said, my vocabulary ain't up there with yours, Stephen A. But the one thing we do have, Stephen A., and you mentioned this, is we played. And that's why I don't agree with guys going up there trying to be you, especially guys who played. And I'm going to get at this more when I'm done with these championships and I got a little more time to focus on other things. So jot this down, however you check mark your stuff. Know that I'm coming back here and you'll understand. But Stephen A., you didn't play, which is why you have to be who you are. And I respect it. I love Stephen A. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you all a funny story. Maybe a month or so, two, a couple months ago, I, I purposely picked a fight with Stephen A. He don't even know this. I picked a fight with Stephen A because I hear stuff around the world that, you know, people are like, oh, Stephen A is a coward or this, that. Like, and the reality is you have an opinion on Stephen A, one way or the other, which I'm all for. You're going to have an opinion on me. Whether it's good or bad, you're going to have an opinion. And that's how people are with Stephen A. And so some people's like, oh, man, he just run his mouth cat and blah, blah, blah. And I always say, you know, and people come up to me like, oh, F Stephen A and this, that, and like, oh, Stephen. And the first thing I say is I love Stephen A. Stephen A a real dude. Now, I had an opportunity to pick with Stephen A recently. He don't know. And I did it. Because I wanted to prove to myself that Stephen A is who I think he is and not who people think he is. And that's a real one. So I pick a fight with him about the defensive player of the year thing. Stephen A responds to me privately and says what he says. I'm not going all into that. But he did say something to me like, you can reach out to me whenever you need to. And I, says, I said back to him, I said, blah, 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 blah. But you said what you said publicly, so I'm going to respond publicly like I did. And I was picking a fight with him, picking a fight with him. And he stood on his word like I thought he would because that's who he is in my eyes. Stood on his word. Said, oh, all good, my brother. Kept it bumping, kept it bumping. And we probably talked on the phone a couple days later. Exactly who I thought he was. Not, oh, this guy picking a fight with me. I, exactly who I thought Stephen A was. So, Stephen A, you got some new media in you, my brother, whether you want to accept that or not. You ain't on, uh, you ain't on TV yelling stupid stuff like the bad dog. You, you, you on TV talking about what you're talking about with facts, with, with incredible vernacular, with um, doing it the way only Stephen A can do it. You get your flowers from me, my brother, but yours truly. The new media. We're here to stay, my friend. And you got some of us in you. Whether you want to accept it or not, you either accept it now, Stephen A., or we're going to make you accept it, baby. You're going to have to accept it at some point, so you might as well just get on board right now. Because we accept you, Stephen A. You one of us, my man. As you all know, we, we, we're having a jersey giveaway. Um, 
and it's in conjunction with launching the Draymond Green Show page, which is Draymond Show on Instagram. We have the winner. Jackson is going to announce the winner. I do want everybody to remember this is not the only giveaway. This is just the first of many. Jackson's going to announce the winner. We're going to take a few mailback, or I'm going to answer a few mailback questions. Then we're going to get out of here as I get ready to watch the Boston Celtics. Jackson got a smile on his face. Big as the Mississippi River and the Miami Heat and possibly deciding who will face in the NBA Finals this evening. But before we get to the mailbag questions, Jackson, can you announce our winner, please? I can. This was uh, randomly selected uh, via the c- comments on the Instagram post. Again, follow at Draymond Show on Instagram. The winner is at BradHawks21, B-R-A-D-H-A-W-K-E-S-21. We will DM you from the Draymond Green Show account to get all your information to get you this signed jersey from Draymond Green. But congratulations, Brad. It's incredible, Brad. Congratulations, my man. We appreciate the support. Um, Not only support from Brad, but the support from all of our subscribers, everybody who tune in and listen to the show. We don't take it for granted. We thank you. few mailbag questions before we get out of here. Talk to me, Jackson. All right, from that NBA, that NBA fan, excuse me, at JACM3T, what's the biggest difference between this Warriors team versus the first finals run, aside from just general experience from you guys? Uh, the difference between this team, I think it's a totally different makeup of a team. Like, we have many more bigs then, but the game is totally different now. Um, it's a very shooting wing, spacing, dominated type game. And so I think that's a big difference. I also think the mixture of youth and experience, um, I can't state that enough. That's a very big deal. And the biggest difference is, it's like I said, it's us leading as the vets. It's not us being led by vets and we're kind of the young talent in the core that's being built around. Yes, we're still the core, we're not the young talent anymore. And that's a huge, huge thing. From Edo underscore the truth at OMG hello underscore nasty. In your opinion, who are a few guys in the league that can actually guard all five positions? Or are there any? A uh, few guys in the league that I think can actually guard all five positions. Giannis, um, LeBron James. Um, I think Marcus Smart can guard all five positions at times. Now, granted, uh, he he's a little undersized, and so to do that consistently as a guard is tough. But I think he can. Um, PJ Tucker can guard all five positions. Bam out of Bayou can guard all five positions. So there's some guys. Uh, there's definitely some guys for sure. Last one from Koala Bear Moreto at Koala Moreto. Is there a tech in your career that you most enjoyed and most deserved? They're kind of different questions, but you, you can answer both of those. Tech in my career that I most deserve or most enjoy, it's been a lot of technical fouls, my brother. <laughs> it's been a lot of techs. Um, the one I enjoyed the most... I think my very first one will always be my favorite. I hit the three on Josh Smith and start talking crazy. Shout out to Smooth, by the way. 
we got to have Smooth on the show one day. But I hit the three on Smooth, and, and he played off me. That was my first three of my career. In typical Draymond fashion, I got a tech. It don't get much better than that, baby. It's hard to top. Your first, your first field goal in the NBA, you get a tech? Come on, man, that's hard to top. I wasn't making no money either. I was sick about that fine. I remember Richard Jefferson told me, I was getting texts, and Richard Jefferson told me, he said, Draymond, I know you don't want these texts and like it's hurting your pockets right now, but you can't stop getting these texts. This is who you are. It's going to make you a lot of money in this league. So just kind of look at it as an investment in yourself. It was hard to do when I was making not much money and living out here in the Bay Area, but he was right. I got to get a credit to RJ, who's one of my vets, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I can't top that one. That's, that's it, Koala. Number one, the first one. I love y'all. That's it for this episode of the Draymond Green Show. I'll talk to y'all very soon. Actually, we'll be talking to y'all before we face off with whoever we face off with on Thursday. But we'll know who that opponent will be. Until next time, that's it. It's a wrap from the Draymond Green Show. Peace. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.